We all know personalization improves conversion rates, but did you know that with ShearID, you can invite and reward consumers based on their groups and affiliations securely? So you make an exclusive offer to a group like teachers, military, or first responders, and ShearID's simple checkout integration makes sure that only the right people are able to redeem. The best part is that the process is incredibly simple, and it's embedded right into your brand's checkout flow. Start your personalized checkout campaign today. Visit ShearID.com. There's never been a better time to be a direct-to-consumer business. Join us as we uncover the strategies and scaling secrets of the world's most disruptive brands and agencies. This is DTC Podcast. Uh, hello and welcome to the DTC Podcast. I'm Eric Dick along with co-host Kyle Guilfoyle and today we are very excited to be digging into subscription box growth with Simply Earth co-founder Lee Veldkamp. Simply Earth's mission is to teach people how to use essential oils every day so they can live a toxin-free life. Uh, Lee has built this business up after starting it in 2015 uh, in, a, in, a, in a very interesting path. Uh, and he is uh, seeing some really incredible growth over the last little while. And I'm really excited to dig in with it. Uh, how are you doing, Lee? Welcome to the DTC Podcast. I'm doing great. From Wisconsin, just getting over a cold spell and weather is great. And so it's a joy to come on and help help your listeners, you know, learn how maybe they can apply subscription boxes and also maybe any essential oil people out there, people who are confusing, um, let them know that, you know what, you can learn how to use essential oils to make your home toxin free. Very cool. Why don't you just start with uh, the hero's journey a little bit? Why don't you tell us in a nutshell the story of, uh, of Simply Earth? Gotcha. So uh, the real hero is our customer, but um, it all started six years ago, uh, almost now, when my wife had some really stinky feet and we used essential oils to cure the stink. And so we had like this story. What? She is okay. She is okay with this story. Nice. You know, okay, my okay. wife has been amazing. Uh, she is the face and is really the main, the head teacher here at Simply Earth. Um, she had stinky feet and we uh, made a shoe and foot odor eliminator with the active ingredient being essential oils. Found a way to sell that. Um, and then looked out there and we're like, man, people are really getting ripped off by overpriced essential oils when we were buying these ones. And so uh, being an engineer, found a way to bottle them, found quality essential oils and sold the bottles at about half the price of what some of the big oil companies out there are selling them for. Our customers loved that, saw traction there. Um, but our big thing was four years ago, starting our essential oil recipe subscription box, where we give people four oils and all the ingredients they need to make different recipes. People then can learn how to make their, learn how to use those essential oils. And then with this subscription recipe box, they make their own products where they know the ingredients that are in them, all while just having a fun time making things and learning how to use essential oils and have Took a while to figure that out, but slowly grew from there. Sounds and a real community approach as well, too, right? Just because this is such an experiential product, we were saying earlier, um, you know, that you're 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 working you're working with it, you're you're using it, you're creating it. In some of these cases, I bet it creates a real opportunity to create community around this as well. Mm -hmm. So when we had our when we had our single oils, we realized the problem was people don't understand how to use them. And by solving that problem with our box, it also solved a problem that a 
a whole community of people had, you know? And so now we can, we can talk to this community and they can, they themselves in Facebook groups in different places, they're sharing how they're learning how to use essential oils. They're sharing how they're making their own natural products. And I, I always love, love asking this question. I've asked it many times um, as a way to, to get to know you a bit better. Um, um, would you be able to tell us what you'd say your particular area of expertise is and, and you know, how that's led to, to your growth? Mm-hmm. Um, so I graduated with an engineering degree, so maybe a little analytical. So a lot of, a lot of performance marketing. So it's, you know, in designing the box, a lot of customer feedback, a lot of iteration and learning to slowly improve it and asking what the customers want and doing our best to give that to them. Nice. Easy, right? Uh, uh-huh. I, imagine, I, I imagine the engineer, I've just known so many engineers in my days. I imagine like the thoroughness, you know, the, the, that you're the sort of the, the mental discipline to, to hold all these things in mind is something I, I would, I don't know, I, I see from engineers to some degree. Yeah, I'd say most engineers are thorough, maybe not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so we have in our notes here that you started everything on Amazon. So can you tell us a little bit about like how you the sort of selling journey evolved and like what was, yeah, you, you obviously you, you've articulated that the, a lot of the key mm-hmm. ability to get subscription is, is by creating this education piece, but start at the beginning and talk about going from Amazon to your next move. Yes. So we are on Amazon. We had sales on Amazon. Amazon is very price competitive and is very, very competitive. The biggest thing that allowed us to switch was we are no longer selling one oils to people on our website. We found a way to make a really, really good product in our subscription where now people are going to buy a whole bunch of it over their lifetime. Cause they're not just going to buy, you know, one, two boxes. If we really, if, if, if we really solve some true problems and build community around this product uh, and keep delivering the product that they love, uh, the, the value is there. And it's really, really easy to sell people when your product is good. And you've got that great aspect built into your product as well, which is that you're sort of like challenging, you're a challenger, you're challenging the industry in a way, right? You're like, you know, you're, you're, you're picking up on a pain point, uh, which is these things are overpriced. We can pass, we know that. And, and we want to invite you to this, this new solution that sort of challenges the way people think about essential oils. And that's such a great marketing position to come from. Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. And then we keep providing more value by solving the problem of, what do I do with these things? We'll keep teaching you. Are you familiar of the or, uh, familiar with the ordinary, the skincare brand that just sort of that cuts out, does a similar thing in a way where it just sells the the active ingredients in most high price skincare items, and they have like this just totally sort of basic um, label and things like that. This sort of reminds me of that a little bit, and that it's yeah, it's again it, it, when when you're subverting an industry like that, um, yeah, you, you have a lot of a lot of marketing power. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about the, the value add that, that you guys bring to the table. Like we talked a little bit about education, but can you talk a little bit more about the ways that you sort of make that experience, uh, as, as value added as possible? Mm-hmm. So when, when somebody subscribes, we're not just delivering product. Um, we bring people in through a whole course we've created to teach people how to use essential oils and teach people how to make products. And so they go from cute, confused on how to use essential oils to a hero. So it's our essential oil hero course. And so we sell this thing for 250 bucks. Um, but if you subscribe, you get it for free. And people literally will, will take out these learnings and trainings we do. They print them off and they put them in a binder. 
you know, because they want to know how to use essential oils and people just aren't teaching them. And so now, now the value isn't just in the product we sell. We have a digital good that scales up. So whether we, whether we get a hundred people to subscribe each month or a hundred thousand, we now have a, a fixed cost digital good that we can uh, add value to people through. That sells in perpetuity. That sells every time someone picks that up. Yes. Every single time, every single time somebody subscribes, they get this thing for free. And then every and time now, they access it, it's an ad for your products as well too, right? So it's just oh, yeah. ongoing residual value. And it drips, it drips out over eight weeks. You cancel, you lose access to it. So now you've got real retention built in. Yeah. People are coming back in to learn from you about essential oils. Um, even if they cancel now, if they've taken this course, they're learning from you about essential oils. It really, uh, really reminds me of, uh, of Tom Shipley and how he said that, you know, the blue ocean for DTC brands is, is that convergence of a great product with great content, which seems to be exactly what you're doing here. Um, so I'm, I'm actually curious once you, so, okay. So you, um, you train people on how to use essential oils, uh, that that's part of your onboarding flow. Uh, what's, what's next, what's next sort of uh, step in the, the kind of value journey for the, for your customers? Um, the next step is continuing to make great boxes that they love, but also our Facebook, our Facebook group is, is quite entertaining. You know, those are our community. It's like their own little community. Now my people who work at Simply Earth, who, who manufacture, who put the boxes together, we call them our earthling product makers. Um, they they are in these groups because it is so much just so much fun they're sharing the products they make they're sharing tips and advice um for yeah I, it's it's uh they have a lot of fun in there so so now they've found they found friends online essentially and if you unsubscribe you lose out with you lose out on your friends online have you heard that data is more valuable than gold it's an interesting idea especially because like data oil is only valuable when you expertly refine it but not everyone has a great data science team. That's what makes Retention X so great. The simple Shopify app is a data science team that translates your data into clear actions, informing business decisions based on AI-driven analysis. And Alex, their founder, is a big fan of the D2C newsletter. He's offered D2C readers one month free to anyone who signs up at retentionx.com slash DTC newsletter. That's retentionx.com slash DTC dash newsletter on the show can you talk a little bit about like how how like what what like what are you striving for with your retention what what are you achieving what are what are we striving for and what are we achieving? yeah like what's your retention rate like can are you able to say what what your sort of average customer lifetime value is with with all of this amazing you know um extra stuff that people get yeah yeah so right now people are staying for eight months so eight times 40 um is $320. So yeah. it's not a $40 sale, it's a $320 sale. And we're striving for 11 months. That's amazing. And so continuing to build up the community, continuing to A-B test onboarding emails, A-B test SMS onboarding, we're about to launch that. So uh, building that up, uh, building up cancellation flows. So, hey, you're canceling. Let's try to A-B test that and optimize it. So, you know, you do... you. Yeah, you refine each piece a little bit each month and you slowly get there. And those are the key aspects then, those, those specific areas. If you're advising, if you had advice to someone, for instance, who 
uh, has some products and they were thinking of, of bundling them in, into a subscription, what, yeah, what are those, those key areas you'd focus, tell them to focus on in order to improve retention? You, you said it's, it's like the billing period oh. there. Yeah. Yeah. At this, well, we are, we're four years into it. Yeah. At the start, get, get a good product, yep. get feedback on people and get a really good product. Um, that'd be part one. That is the, that's a lot of work, but you just keep digging it away until you do it. Um, the easiest win is a onboarding. So what are those transactional emails that you're sending? Um, at the start, are you calling or you're probably video messaging each person who signs up? Ooh, video messaging, that's a good idea. You know, so you, you can create a very, very simple flow to in one minute, you can create a personal video to that person. Because if you're only signing up, you know, three, four people a day, you can send video messages to each of those people because these are people that you are going to learn from and build a product from. And by doing that, you will also create retention. Maybe it's not scalable at the end, but at the beginning, it's what am I doing personally and onboarding to connect with these first people so I can I can give them a product they want that solves that that solves that community problem. So whatever product you have, what is that kind of community around it? And then what, what product can I sell to them to solve a problem? And so it's, it sounds like you, you have, you've got a great product uh, figured out that people like, and they stay around for a while. I'm particularly curious about how you approach uh, advertising and traffic, um, especially since you're an engineer, uh, would you be able to break down your approach to, um, you know, your, your traffic? To advertising and traffic, yeah, um, performance performance based. So, what is what is the cost to get somebody to subscribe, and what is how much revenue will they bring in lifetime, and then what is the what is the final margins after after overhead and everything else? You focus on ROAS. Nope. Love or it. well, if you yeah, so if you want to do yeah, not based on ROAS, unless you want to do a fancy like LTV ROAS thing. But yeah. and are you are you focusing on any particular channels? Um, Facebook is the most successful for us so far, um, and it has scale and haven't had a lot of success other places. But that's probably just because we haven't put our effort into it. And so even as big as we are ish, big ish and four years in, man, there's there's something to be said on focus on a channel and just do a really really good job at it until you actually hit scale because there's just a there's a lot of scale it's a big it's a big, United States and the world is very big. I love it. I I, I got to think I got to plug our YouTube course which is coming up uh, this month at the end of this month. I think YouTube could be another especially with all the content that you put out all the you know all that amazing video content I think would work really well on YouTube as well potentially. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, Pinterest should work because it's a yeah. recipe making thing and people go to Pinterest, but we dabble in it and don't see success because you, it just takes a lot of work and a lot of testing and iteration and improving and finding what resonates with people in order you, uh, until you end up with success. Love it. We've got a great question here from Una. So it, we'll just jump in with this question if it's all right. Yep. Uh, what was the logic or conclusions from testing process to get your price point and subscription discount? I see it's around $200 for full price versus only 40 with subscription. How did you land on those numbers? Yeah, so that is our that is a compare to price. And so so every single month we just we claim it because if you bought these oils from the big essential oil companies, 
it's going to cost you about over $150 usually. Yeah. And if you buy it from us, you only get it for $39. So that is how we came up with it. One thing we did used to sell this as a one-time box at $59. Um, but that confused people because it gave them more options and not as pe many people subscribed. So you saw an increase in revenue from just doing the subscription. Sure. We also used to do quarterly. Um, we actually saw an increase in conversion rate on our page when we took away the quarterly option, even though people liked it or some people liked it. Interesting. Well, I'm just curious, what do you use to serve your educational content? Uh, platform teachable. Teachable. Yep. Very, very cool. And then just a Facebook group. Just a Facebook group. And then anything else, anything else that sort of binds people together in the community? Uh, no. A newsletter right or anything now. like that? Like emails, you yeah. mean? Just emails, I guess, right? Yeah, we send emails to people and mm -hmm. we are, um, we're currently looking to innovate on that since email is the biggest channel. Mm -hmm. You spend all this time and energy thinking about how you can make your Instagram cool. It's like, uh, maybe we need to take a step back and make our email cool. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> you know? good advice. I love it. Um, Let's see here. So you've got this Facebook group. What I'm wondering, do people have people want, I think, you know, I built a few Facebook groups and, and what you're really trying to do with Facebook groups is, you know, give it some boundary, give it, give it some structure and then let people make it their own. It sounds like they've done that in your group. Like are, are people doing lives Are people, are people really making uh, that, you know, that group their own. And what I'm also, the second part of that question is, are you then using that content back up through your marketing in any interesting ways? Uh, yes and yes to both of them. They definitely make it their own. They post, I'm getting this box. I'm so excited. They post the recipes they make. They post tips and tricks like some of our oils are thicker and you can't pour it out super well um, without warming it up. And person's like, it's not working. And then 50 comments come in from our people like, oh, here's how I warm it up. Here's how I warm it up. And they have some pretty funny, pretty funny solutions. Um, and and Oh, just and how we use that, that yeah okay oh, how we use that then is um in our copy and hey can we use this can we use this picture in retargeting try that picture in top of funnel and just trying to get those those copy things we use it for future box development and so we put out polls on there of hey what theme would be most interesting to you what recipe would be most interesting to you and then feedback on their last box it is our it is our go-to place to communicate and then everybody knows that's where that's where it's happening Very cool. i'd love i'd love to actually take a step back to um your product and and you know building a product that people really like um and that sort of product market fit journey. Um, could you could you break down for us how you actually went about building a product that a market really enjoyed? Did you know who you wanted to market to first, or did you just know that you loved essential oils and then found the market? Yeah. So so uh, uh, my sister who works with me, I was like, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to a thousand subscribers this year, and she laughed at me. She's like, ah, no, nobody would want this thing. This is this is gonna be too much work to make all the recipes. I'm like, no, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It will be really simple. Um, so we didn't know we would have product market fit. I think what we did know is that people didn't know how to use essential oils, and they wanted to learn about them and people just enjoy people enjoy making things and we we 
put out a product that served that served those things and and people loved it nice um, um, and then who have, who is your audience with, with this product mostly like what what is it a is it a younger audience is it an older audience who's who's really into this yeah so so it varies a lot we like to say two things it's people who like to be natural um but sometimes it's a little overwhelming um it is all females but like to be natural a little overwhelming and if scrapbooking were still a thing like our core audience used to scrapbook totally. you know they are they are looking for fun activities to do with their hands and to learn and this this box is a gives them that opportunity what was uh what so when you when you made the transition from one-off sales to a subscription box model, um, what were some of the mistakes that you made early on, or how would you have done it differently? Um, mis mistakes were plenty. How would have I done it differently? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm so glad that we just tried it, that, hey, we're going to try this problem. It, it serves and tr truly serves the community. To so get off your ass and do it, basically. That's, <laughs> that's, I think that's that you're glad that you did it and that yeah, this whole one, process. One interesting thing, not interesting, is it forces us to do product launches. Mm. So, you know, um, some of these brands where, where it solves a unique problem, but it's like, uh, if I did this, it's going to be a lot of work to, you know, launch this new product to my community. You know, when you have a subscription, yeah, you, have, you find a way to launch that new product to your community. And so it really it builds up some skills within the business. Cool. I, I want to get back into the education piece because we, you know, we make course content. I made different kinds of course content before. Oh. I was wondering how you tackled building education like into your actual company. Did you did you hire someone? Whose, whose job it was to sort of take over the courses? Did you do them yourself? How did that work? Mm -hmm. So so my wife is the head teacher here at Simply Earth and she's a educate, educator by training. She was a middle, middle school science teacher. And so she is very, very good at teaching and training people. And I think you need a, if you wanna do this at your company, you should get a teacher on board because man, teaching, teaching, teaching builds up a lot of, skills that are so valuable for a direct-to-consumer company. Super interesting. Nice. Yeah. Um, what else? So you've got, you've got your LTV. How long did it take you to get your LTV dialed? Like how, how long, like I, you know, I get the sense you guys are, are growing quite a bit. I feel like you're, you're, you're putting, you're putting some good money into ads um, and, and you're doing that with confidence because you really understand your LTV. Can you talk a little bit about your your at your growth journey with ads and your willingness to be more aggressive as you get more sure about your LTV. How long have you had that dialed? We have had that <laughs> dialed for three years, and even being an engineer, um, it, and it's slowly improved. So so right away we were already looking at it. Um, the other the other people in the business, it's still it still can be a tough pill to swallow. You know when. When you say I want to spend more than the product cost to get a new customer, um, it's just a tough, tough, tough pill to swallow. And so having that confidence, and it is helpful to have the, the revenue coming in from the single product sales to keep things moving because the subscription, you know, it just builds up over time and it, it, it's slow and steady. 
at what point did you add education into the mix? Like how long had you? Great, great question. So it took, uh, it was last year. Yeah, a year and four months that we launched our Essential Oil Hero course. We are always teaching and training people with videos on how to use the essential oils. You know, you've got videos for each oil in the box and recipes. But yeah, it's one of those things where if we can teach people even better, they're asking for it. We believe that that can add, they will stay around longer. And it did. And I'm really curious, once you added education to the mix, how quickly you noticed the impact that it had and, and what that impact was. Yep. Um, so saw the one month people dropping off less right away. And overall, I want to say it added like 0.6 months. Just right away. So, so you want to talk, you know, $25 for each new purchase and you don't spend any money to get $25 for each new purchase. That's right. pretty compelling, pretty compelling case. Uh, I, we're taking a look at your ads too, and I noticed something something really stood out to me, and this is something we're seeing echoed across a lot of the interviews we've had recently, I think, with people who are building different uh, good causes in, into their marketing and into, into their overall brand. I noticed you've got some, some you've got quite a lot of content around like stopping human trafficking, which is a really amazing, um, you know, child trafficking specifically. Um, I'm wondering, is, is that something that, that again, came from you guys uh, as a couple or uh, as business owners, or is that something that you got from listening through your community to kind of pick to pick that cause? Mm-hmm. Um, so I started this Simply Earth with my brother and his wife is was very involved in uh, stopping human trafficking organization locally. And as a business, we don't just want to teach people and teach. Our goal is by 2025 to teach 1 million people how to really use essential oils and make their own natural products. Um, and the ability to have profits allows us to do that, but then to right away be giving back to help others. And um, human trafficking is a growing um, spike because of the pandemic. And so if there's any way you can, um, you know, get involved to reach out to tell your local law enforcement about it, because uh, when people, people get stuck indoors, they start to make bad choices. And so the demand, the demand has gone up for uh, sex trafficking. So wow. do uh, something. <laughs> yeah. That uh, that's powerful. That, it, it, and it's and it's really it, it reminds me you're wearing the Maxwell Finn shirt there, but it reminds me of the Ezra Firestone sort of served the world unselfishly in profit. And if you believe, especially if you believe that your your product is really making people's lives better and in turn making the world better, then it's like like a moral imperative to grow your company kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that is that is fun. The uh, the uh, the ability to grow is the um, ability to serve others more. And here, here's the here's a question too, like not to bring it back down to brass tacks, but if you're paying ad, if you know, you're if you're putting these these messages into your actual ads as well, are you? I'm I'm wondering, do you have like a lower goal for row or for cost of goods sold or whatever? Are those are those ads out there more as like an act of charity, or are they actually you know converting? Um, interestingly, or it doesn't convert very well. Okay. You know, so it isn't a it isn't a big lever on people, and so those ads are very much a retargeting one. Um, but it isn't the, the strong, the strongest message is teaching people how to use essential oils and you're, you're way overpaying if you buy essential oils from the big oil companies. Amazing. I, I'm really curious. What's, what's one thing about essential oils that most people don't know, but they probably should. One thing about essential oils, uh, they aren't magical. 
you know, they will, they will not cure cancer, but I do think most people know that now. Um, you, you don't have to buy them from that person who's messaging you on Facebook. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of other brands out there. Um, and other brands are very, very pure, like Simply Earth. And so it's, it's a joy working with amazing suppliers and farms and excited to go visit them post more of them post COVID. And so we had a whole thing lined up and then COVID hit and we weren't able to do all of all, all the on-site visits that you want to. You always can know, but not the on-site visits. Here's a question for you. So say uh, in an act of, uh, you know, uh, we annex, Canada annex, annexes, uh, you know, where you are in, in Wisconsin. Oh, uh-huh. And because of that, everyone there who's running a business uh, gets a $50,000 grant uh, from, from our, from our good government. Um, what, what do you do with that $50,000 in your business today? Yeah. Spend it, spend it on ads. That's uh, what I love maybe to hear. Spend, spend it on ads. Maybe make a, get a, get a content creator who just creates content for eight hours each day. That is really fun and engaging. That's a pretty you know? good idea. I but think. That's to help our ads perform better. <laughs> Speaking of that, you know, our last challenge was on pre-sell page content on, on landing pages rather than driving people directly to your homepage. I'm wondering if you've experimented with, with pre-sell pages in a way that allows you to, you know, maybe leverage more direct marketing on focused uh, groups. We have not, but it's something we want to do. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. as a guest of the podcast, you are a D2C Plus member. We'll, get, we'll, we'll make it, you know, I, I think that that much is clear. And we'd love to, to have you back on to, to talk about this. We'd love you to be an expert in the community on, uh, on subscription boxes. Uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. All right. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, okay. Lee. Cheers. Thanks to our attendees today uh, for coming out. We had some great, great, questions, great questions from Una. If you're listening to this, remember that you can jump on any one of these podcasts with us if you want to join D2C Plus, which you can do for only a dollar. If you go to d2cplus.co right now and, uh, and join up with us, you can uh, join a community with the likes of, of geniuses like Lee Veldkamp uh, building this, <laughs> this Simply Earth uh, amazing business. So anyways, thanks again to everyone. Thanks to the guests. Thank you, KG. And uh, have a great weekend.